Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Yeah. The Gab is back. Yeah. We in a new year. 2024. We in a new year. And the Gab is back for y'all. Mm-hmm. What's good with y'all out there? This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? Well, what y'all waiting for? Let's get it! Oh, y'all waiting for me. Here we here we go. Yeah. Alright. And look at y'all. If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. Alright? Now, for my tubers, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all out there, you feel me? Now, for my potters, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms. All you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson Network. And bam, I pop right up. Alright, i also like to thank my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 12%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's going to look magnificent on y'all. Alright, now with that being said, let's hop right into the topic. And today's topic, I got to talk about, look, man, the black actors in Hollywood, the debacle. I might talk about this a couple more times because there's other angles and other stuff that goes on that I want to deep dive more into it, such as like uh, black British actors taking, not taking, or giving black American icon roles. Like we're going to, we're going to. Lightly t tap into that, you feel me? I got a video clip where Samuel Jackson kind of touches into that, you feel me? But we're also going to talk about, you know what's going on, you know, Taraji P. Henson, you feel me? Our black queen. She's out there talking about how little pay she gets from her movies compared to other white counterpart actors. Hell, some of the black actors are kind of just like, man, we, you feel me? We, we good. What you talking about? Like, and, and that's what I'm going to talk about a little bit more also today and also deep dive into like, there's other black actors uh, or black actresses, whatever you want to call them, such as like Oprah, Tyler Perry, things in that nature where they're not really, you know, complaining about the pay because... You feel me? They come at it from a different angle. They become executive producers. They kind of, you know, do their own films. They put the money up for their own films and stuff. Have their own production companies. Such as, you know, also like I, I, I said in one of my other videos on Shameless Plug right now, the Sears Glare. You feel me? Y'all go tap into that. But um, we're also like 50 Cent where he executive produces on shows and things of that nature. So 
You know what I mean? They put up the money to be the boss, you feel me? That could be another angle that might help out black American actors out there get they right just do. If you're the executive producer on it, you feel me? But um, I do have a couple clips that I, I want to, to play for y'all. And also, like, um, one person we got to shout out is Monique. Monique has been stomping for this for years. And it was evident that a lot of black actors and just people all around were just kind of ignoring her or telling her, shut the F up and stop crying get to work. That was more the sense to me. And I have a clip where it's Monique and actually Steve Harvey. They're kind of having a back and forth about a certain thing. I'm going to play that clip too, all right? And it also kind of kind of exposed Steve Harvey a little bit and kind of was like, bro, what are you doing, bro? What, really? What are you saying? And I'm going to play these clips, okay? So first clip I do want to play, you feel me? Is I want to play the uh I want to play the Samuel L. Jackson clip, okay? That'd be the first clip that I want to play. All right, let's uh let's find that real quick. You know what I mean? Oh, here we go, right here. So, all right, we're gonna play from the beginning. All right, y'all ready? Let's get it. The thing in my mind is, I know the young brother is in the movie, and he's British, so. There are a lot of British, black British actors that work all the time. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. So I tend to wonder what would that movie have been with an American brother who really he understands was. that in a way. Because, I mean, Daniel grew up in a country where, you know, they've been interracial dating for 100 years. You know, Britain's only about like eight million white people. <laughs> <laughs> so what would a brother from America have made of that movie? And I'm sure the director helped, and you know, some things are universal, but everything ain't. That's right. You know, it's mm. one of the things about you know about Selma and some other things. And well, you know, brothers from America that could have been in that movie would have mm. you know, had a different idea about how that worked. But the thing in my mind is so to give y'all clarification. Basically, what Samuel Jackson is talking about, he's talking about the movie Get Out, and would have been a different impact if a black American actor would have played that role. That uh, Daniel, uh, uh, man, what the hell's his last name? I'll be getting Berber last name mixed mixed up. Hold on, let me let me get a, the correct last name. You feel me? Cabrera's an amazing actor too, but. There's a thing when it comes to like certain storylines that are fit for black American people and British actors, black British actors get these roles and it makes you wonder like, what if a key example, Franklin from Snowfall, you feel me? You know what I mean? Uh, 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 you know, bruh killed the role. You feel me? Let me get these names first of all. Daniel Kalua. That's what Kalua. Kalua. You feel me? He he killed the wrong get out. But that storyline. What what have it been like if a black American actor would have acted that? You feel me? That authenticity. You feel me? Like, and also. 
damn, what is what is her name from uh, Snowfall? I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name. Oh Lord Jesus, Damson Idris, man, killed his role. But what if that was a Black American actor? And Samuel Jackson is basically saying there are Black American actors out there that could have took these roles. So I, I just want to brush over that because, like I said, the title of this is Black Actors in Hollywood Debacle. So there's a couple of debacles that's going on when it comes to black actors in Hollywood. This is one of them. I just want to touch base with this. Now, I might deep dive into this uh, uh, story or topic another time, and we're going to really get to the nitty-gritty of it. But I just want to brush over it and kind of give you these different debacles that black actors in Hollywood are having. And that's one of them. Another one that I mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? And... um. With Taraji P. Henson was talking about it. Monique was talking about it. Uh, Viola Davis, she talked about it, and she also mentioned like, "Well, if I'm the Meryl Streep of this shit, will pay me like the Meryl Streep or Streep, or however you say her name." You feel me? So it 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 comes into that where also black actors uh tend to get paid less for certain roles, even if they accolades. And their resume is outstanding, astronomical. You feel me? So, and, but then you see there's both sides of the party. Because like I mentioned, Oprah, you feel me? Uh, Tyler Perry, 50 Cent. They don't have these gripes about not getting paid enough or not enough money because they become owners of the film or they be executive producers or they had their own production company within the film. And these are the ones that, you know, determine how much you get paid. You feel me? But there's another clip where it shows uh, Monique and uh, Steve Harvey, they have a debate and about the industry. And, you know, Steve Harvey, his take on this one was kind of like, ah, bruh, come on. Y'all ready? All right, let's get to it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a little low. That's a little low, okay? Now, y'all ready? But none of y'all... We're going to go back. Here we go. Y'all know I did nothing wrong. Y'all know my husband did nothing wrong. But none of y'all, in real time, in real time, was strong enough to go publicly and say, we can't throw our sister under the bus. All mm. y'all said privately, mm-hmm. I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, this is the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this is the money, money game. game. But I, I, we I, in the money game. And we you cannot sacrifice game. yourself. The best uh, thing you can do for poor people is not be one of You cannot We're in the money game. Wrong. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. Yep. We've lost the integrity. We're in about the money. Mm-hmm. If I crumble, my children crumble, my grandchildren crumble. I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. Y'all know I did nothing wrong. Y'all know my... (sighs) And see, there it goes. Another debacle between black actors in Hollywood. Um, It's that thing. It's like, 
do you stay on code with other black actors? You see your black sister Monique getting shitted on, getting done wrong by the Netflix deal, right? And everybody in private is like, Monique, you're right, you're right. But in public, ain't saying a word. And Steve Harvey thing was like, look, my integrity is with my family. F all that. His thing was more like, he didn't care. You know why? Because my pay is good over here. Maybe you messed up on your business end on that end. And it's like, that's a fight within itself because it's like, Monique has a great point. Integrity within just your black people collectively. Okay? And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like the one, the black person that, right? That be like, man, racism don't don't really affect me. It ain't out here like that, bruh. It's, Y'all tripping. Then something racist happened to them. And then they come back and be like, bro, what the hell? Bro, y'all got my back though, right? Y'all got my back though, right? Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, damn. You be like, bro, weren't you the one that's like, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like, in a sense, Steve Harvey kind of said to me, where it's like, bro, bro, if you start getting effed over with the money and stuff like that, bro, you're going to be in Monique's shoes and you're going to be like, yo, my black brothers and sisters, come out here and help me out, goddammit. Right? So, I'm going to be more on Monique's side because integrity always wins at the end of the day. You feel me? And Steve Harvey, you you were pretty wrong with this one, brother. You was pretty wrong with this one, bro. Cause it's like, bro, I, I I get it, but you could you could still feed your family and stuff like that, and you don't have to be demonstrative of standing up with Monique. <laughs> like, like you feel me? Like, and that's the thing. That's a that's another debacle. You see how many debacles I got of black actors in Hollywood? I just named like three. God damn. It's way more, but there was the three prominent that's coming out right now that we hearing and stuff like that. And it's like, bruh, god damn. Can we like, like, seriously, the, the, the only solution I really see for this is you got to start owning your own production companies and produce your own films and shows. It's the only way I see it, though. The only way. Now, it might hurt in the beginning. That upfront cost might, you know what I mean? But that back end gonna be back in it. What? Pause if applicable. <laughs> but yeah. um, I just wanted to touch on this and touch on a couple of things in Hollywood with black actors. The debacles that they're going through and stuff like that. With some of these, uh, these the, the things that I've talked about. Um, I'm going to deep dive into some of these topics a little more down the line. I would actually like to have like a, a actor or something come on like one of my shows so we could really deep dive and talk about it though. But I really wanted to uh, kind of talk about this because this was on my mind. This was on my brain. You feel me? And this, this has been kind of a hot topic in the strizzies. In the digital strizzies. <laughs> you feel me? All right. Y'all know a segment we about to get into, okay? We about to get into the SAF segment, all right? And look, I got to talk about this movie right here, and God damn it, Tubi, y'all did it. Y'all had a good movie on there. What? Actually, 
let me stop disrespecting Tubi. Tubi, y'all be having some good movies on there. I know y'all have some atrocious ass movies, but Tubi, this was a good one. Deja Vu. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know some of y'all is like, what? Deja Vu? What? And then you say the same thing again. This this movie on Tubi, right here. Deja vu. You like, God damn, you said that already. That, that's my point. It's deja vu. <laughs> it already happened. Okay. This came out in 06. Thriller action. It has uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. You know I give y'all the cast and then the stats. <coughs> it ain't not going to the plot. And so, it had Denzel Washington. And he was Asian Doug. And it had Paula Patton. She was Claire Culturebeard. And then they had the bad guy, Jim uh, Sabizizia. He played Carol Ostersodded. What? All right. And I mean, I'm going to be honest with y'all. The other actors, I could not remember who they were. Jesus Christ. I just, just remembered them. I was, for the life of me, I'm like, man, who else was in this? I'm like, and I was just like, it was Denzel, Paula Patton, and Jim. Nah, they they killed they roles, and Jim was literally killing shit. Literally. <laughs> anyway, now the stats. Um, I'm 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 fifty fifty with okay, cause I could see, like I thought this was a really good movie. It wasn't outstanding, okay, but it was really good. I give it that seventy that seven to eight range, all right. And so IMDb gave it a seven point one, and the people gave it a seventy seven percent. So, frick y'all. All right? I understand. I'm right there with y'all. Rotten Tomatoes. With your rotten ass goddamn score. 56%? I dare you, mother effers. Fuck y'all. All right? Now, what we about to get into? We about to get into the plot. And so, um, what we about to get into? We about to get into the plot. <laughs> Yeah, deja vu. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, look it. Let me give y'all the quick plot, then I'm gonna deep dive into you know the the I guess the longer plot. Uh, whatever. Quick plot is this. Uh, Carol, he blows up a bunch of people that's partying. They were uh they were in the navy. They're in the navy. Bunch of sailors. They coming back home. They family stuff. They turning up. Blah, blah, blah. He blows their ass up. To smithereens. And then Denzel character comes in. Uh, Doug. He comes in, right? And Brubber basically is like, you know, trying to solve the case. And what happens? Uh, Claire, she's washed up on shore. She's halfway burnt. You feel me? They like, you feel me? And seeing seeing this woman, they're talking to, and basically... She's the key. They find out who murdered her. They find out who blows up the goddamn ship. Because it's all connected. And they find out Jim is the bad guy. They use some machine. Kinda is like a time machine. They try to lie to Denzel at first and be like, Nah, this is some surveillance stuff, bruh. We just find out stuff from like four and a half days ago. And goddamn it, I should... Should have known that was BS right there. Four and a half days. If you do the surveillance thing, bro, you could you could see it within 
It happened that day. You see it. Bam. That's what. You can't just got to wait. You got to wait four and a half days to see what happened. Total BS. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. They use that machine. They find out that is the Carol dude and, you know, boom. Denzel, Asian Doug, go back in time, save the day, save the woman. The end. Did I tell you he saves the woman? Oh. I guess I'm having some deja vu myself. <laughs> All right, y'all. Nah, but for real though, so... Essentially, yeah, um, Doug, he saw, uh, Claire, saw her on that, that, uh, dying thing, you know, when you dead, and he was like, damn, this woman fine as hell. I'm most definitely gonna go back in time and save her ass. I'm like, man, Denzel, I'll see you, bruh. Uh-huh, Doug, my bad. Doug, I'll see you, bruh. He was like, I'll be damned. I'm about to go back in time and say this woman. And so he's, when he meet up with the people that got this uh, time machine or whatever, and Jim is actually also in jail. So then he's going and talking to him, and Jim is basically getting him all this thing like, this pure destiny, bruh. You can't stop this. It's going to happen no matter what. And the people with the time, the time machine was kind of saying the same thing. Like, yeah, you can try to alter it, but you're not going to change nothing. And at first... Then uh, Agent Doug was like, hold on, is this really a time machine? I think you mother effers is lying. So he had this laser thing, and he pointed at him, and Claire saw it. And he was like, hold on! You, hold on! Who? This ain't no damn surveillance. What the hell is going on? You know, in this Denzel way, you feel me? You know what I mean? And then they told him the truth. And then they tried to solve this crime using this thing where it could, it could like, really... You really going back in the time and it's really there. You're using this man. You feel me? So he uh he did it. And then they sent a letter the back in time. And this was the letter that actually got Doug uh homie killed, his partner. Because he a detective. And he thought his partner was out of town, and you find out, bruh, his car was there, and it's like, damn. Partner got killed by this damn explosion what happened was the reason why his his partner got killed because they sent this letter back in the time and it's showing this thing where it's like in this period of destiny you can't really stop what's gonna happen and doug was like damn all that this woman too goddamn fine to, to, to die just like that hell no i'm going back and then like you know they said claire had a boyfriend that 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 boyfriend was nowhere to be found. And at this point, bro, you can't you can't do anything. Like, Doug went back in the time, you feel me? Saved this woman. You you feel me? You know and I mean, and I saw it, I saw I saw what you did, Doug. I saw it. You gave a little smooch to her, like, you know what I mean? She was like, oh my God. You came in back in time and saved me. Well, she didn't say that, but <laughs> I just look at that, bro. It ain't good. All right, I got you, baby. And then, like, essentially, he saved her, saved the people on the ship from getting blown up. Cause how uh, Claire and uh, Jim Carroll or whatever the bad guy, how they connect was he bought this red truck to put the bomb in 
that he put under the little sea thing with the cars and stuff. That's how they connected. And he took her, kidnapped her, you know what I mean, chopped her fingers, did all, all, all types of stuff, and left her up on shore, and then, boom. So, he, uh, uh, Doug went back in time, saved, saved her, saved everybody, ended up, um, did he kill, I think they killed, they killed the bad guy, yep, murked him, got him out of there, and also, Doug died. Also, the, the future Doug end up dying so the present Doug can get that booty from Claire. So they won't be fighting each other. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be fighting your doppelganger. You feel, even though Claire might like it, you feel me? And he'd be like, Claire like, damn, I got two of y'all. God damn. And then everybody in the audience is like, but where's your boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? No? Oh, okay. I, I get it though. What the boyfriend gonna do? Come back in Claire's life and be like, hey, baby, I'm here. What's up? And Claire gonna be like, you didn't answer your damn phone. This man came from the future to save my ass. I'm through with your ass. But yeah, uh, future Doug died, and then present day Doug comes around and comes to Claire and was like, yeah, you all right? You feel me? You all right? Uh huh. And Claire was like, oh my God. The man of my future dreams is here. And Doug was like, do we know each other? And Claire's like, yes, yes, we do. Uh-huh. And then they went off their merry way. And that's it. Did I mention that Doug from the present got the booty from Claire? So does that mean future Doug got that booty too? Yours. Well, let me tell y'all the plot, you know, oh, I, uh, I did tell y'all the plot already. I guess all through this review is a lot of deja vu. Bars! <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, let me stop. I'm having too much fun. All right. Um, Once again, that was the movie Deja Vu. Saw this on Tubi, y'all. I know. I'm just as surprised as y'all. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. Y'all know what time it is, right? Mm-hmm. It is meme time. And look, y'all, I got some juicy memes for y'all. And first meme I got, it got the uh, Dos Equis dude. Uh, remember they were saying he's the most interesting man on the planet? Um, Why? Why was he? Anyway, um, it shows him, you know what I mean? He a, and I'm going to read it just like, bruh. I don't always have dreams. I have deja vu. But when I do, it's like it's happened before. <laughs> I don't always have dreams. I have deja vu. But when I do, it's like it's happened before. <laughs> yeah, you see how I do it? Damn! I know people confused. Like, wait a minute, didn't he just? Y'all know what deja vu is? Y'all look. <laughs> All right. Mean right here. <sighs> I never thought I would see this. I'm right there with you. And I bet y'all right there with me too. We got a young Morgan Freeman 
and a young Samuel Jackson on the left side. And then we have what we all know as Morgan Freeman and Samuel Jackson. I'll I give this though. Samuel Jackson, he had some movies back in the day where, you know, he looked a little younger. You feel me? He didn't have all the gray and stuff. Really Pulp Fiction and stuff like that. But Morgan Freeman, I was born in 87. First time I saw Morgan Freeman, I was three. I swear he ain't changed the age of Bruh's been 60 years old for goddamn 80 years. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. And it got Forrest Gump. Remember Forrest Gump looking? <laughs> and just like that, Deja Vu was created. It's just like that. Deja Vu was created. Gen A. And just like that, Deja Vu was created. I'm, it's the same look over and over again. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to my potters. I'll do y'all no justice. Y'all be like, what the hell is he talking about? Gotta go to the tube to see it. I, I see I, I see why my pod numbers be do, ain't do so well because this is most definitely a visual ass show. I'm trying to give y'all a visual visual scene with my mouth. Oh my like, god. that applicable. God damn. But, <laughs> but you gotta see. Hey, and just like that, Deja Vu was created. Gen A. And just like that, Deja Vu was created. Like a life, a box of chocolate. You never know what you're gonna get. And like a box of chocolate, you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright, y'all. We coming to the end of the show. You feel me? Um, this is another episode of The Gab. You feel me? We coming into another year, 2024. This is the third year of the show, you feel me? And I appreciate all y'all, you feel me? Y'all doing the damn thing. Y'all don't know how much I appreciate y'all. Even from the detractors that be, Oh my God, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. How can you be trying to fight white supremacy and be black? You'd be like, huh? <laughs> I guarantee I'll talk about black actors. Somebody gonna talk about, well, you know the SAG actors, they had a strike, right? And you'd be like, okay, but what that gotta do with what I'm talking about? But I still appreciate y'all, okay? Engagement going up, viewership going up, you know what I mean? All that good jazz is going up. You feel me? Hell yeah. We, we, we in year three, you feel me? I'm in my junior year. Yep, feel me? And like I said, man, um, this is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X, all right? Instead of that, the best audience out there, what should y'all be doing? Well, why, why aren't y'all doing it? Let's get it. All right? And look, if they watching, at least they learning. And like I said, I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. With that being said, the tube has been around since 05. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. 
But it's always good to remind y'all. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Now for my potters. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms. All you gotta do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson Network. And bam, I pop right up. Alright? i also like to thank my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it'll boost your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 44%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's going to look magnificent on y'all. All right? Now, with that being said, y'all have a good day. Good evening. Good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. And I'm about to be out. And it's cold as hell in this goddamn room, too. <laughs> Peace. Man. Talk about deja vu. You feel me? Felt like I did this episode already. Or did I? This was good. This was good.